Welcome to the Enjoy More 30s Family Finance Podcast, the only podcast dedicated to making life more enjoyable for young families by hitting on the financial topics that tend to weigh on us, stress us out, and distract our focus from simply enjoying life. Hello and welcome once again to the next episode of this Raising Your Investment Mindset series. This series, if you don't remember, is what we're trying to do to help you reframe to some degree kind of how you may view the scary unknown out there that is investments. So it's not about stock picking or anything like that. It's about helping you better utilize investments in a more constructive way, better reach your goals, and make life more enjoyable as a result. So as always, if you like what you're hearing, please make sure to subscribe, follow us on Apple Podcasts, wherever you may listen, clicking the stars, leaving the reviews. It really, really helps us reach literally millions of other young families out there that are just like you. Now, last week, if you remember, we discussed how saving a little bit more is almost always possible and just how hugely, hugely significant that little extra bit can be and how much farther it could take us down the road for what we're trying to accomplish. So if you haven't listened to that yet, I would definitely recommend to do that soon. Today's episode, though, is titled, Bingo, You Probably Own More Than the Market, where we're going to discuss what exactly the market is and how, in all likelihood, your portfolio expands probably beyond what they're talking about every day on TV. The goal, then, for today's episode, so the if you can say this at the end of the episode, then you have succeeded statement is I better understand what they mean when they say, quote-unquote, the market, and how that actually relates to my investments. So I better understand what they mean when they say, quote-unquote, the market, and how that actually relates to my investments. You are hunched over in your seat. You're watching your card. Your hands are sweaty. You have just a focused intensity. The chair, it's not comfortable but you're you're so close that you wiggle around in your seat. Just one more and you've got it. All of a sudden, you hear that word we're all aspiring to hear, the sound of victory, the sound of impending joy. Bingo! Arises across the room. Your heart sinks. No! And just like that, it all slips away. Now, I'm sorry to inspire probably what are some very, very painful flashbacks to your bingo days. But bingo is actually a great parallel for what we're about to talk about with the market. When you play bingo, you all have a card and you are all playing the same game. But your combinations of numbers are different than what anyone else has out there. Those announcements for each next number, they may be part of what you have and they may have nothing to do with your card at all. So it may make up a more important position on your card that you have And it may not. When you hear about the market on TV, most people's reaction is either, oh no, when it does something bad, when it goes down, or great, yes, when it goes up. However, they are not talking about your specific investment. They're not saying, hey, John Smith, this is how your investments did today. What they're talking about is what they call the S&P 500, which is likely not the only thing that you own. The S&P 500 is what they call, quote unquote, the market when they talk about it on TV. So when they say the market did this or the market did that, they're just talking about the S&P 500, which is something they call an index. It is supposed to represent the largest 500 companies in the U.S. 
together in one index organized by how large they are. So it's called market capitalization, but it's really just a fancy way of saying how much the company is worth based on its outstanding stock value. So when they talk about the market, it's just the S&P 500, which is just a representation of, again, the 500 largest companies in the U.S. So just like with bingo, we need to make sure that we look down at our card and see how that may actually relate to what we have. For starters, most people do not even own 100% stocks. They usually have some stocks and some bonds. So let's say that you own 50% stock in only the S&P 500 and 50% in bonds. If the stock market goes down 10%, your now 50-50 portfolio, so 50% stocks, 50% bonds, would only go down 5% since half of that was in bonds. Now let's take that a step further. That assumes that the bonds had no return that day. What happens most of the time or much of the time is if stocks go down, bonds tend to go up because when stocks are sold and people get the money from selling the stock, they need to put it somewhere, right? It has to go somewhere else. It doesn't just disappear into the world. And many times that means that that money that they get from stocks are put into bonds. So if bonds went up 5% in that same example, so the S&P 500 or the market went down 10%, bonds went up 5%, then your cumulative return was only down 2.5%. So what you see on TV, down 10%, the market went down 10%. If you look down at your card in this example, your account only went down 2.5%. We could break this down, in fact, much further because out of your stock piece, maybe it isn't all in the S&P 500. Maybe part of the equity or the stock piece is in real estate funds, maybe foreign funds, maybe small cap funds, small company funds, which are all different than the S&P 500. They all may be moving differently to what the quote unquote market was doing that day. So as you can see, what they talk about on TV Just like the number they announce on that bingo card, most times it does not correlate to your actual accounts, especially if you are properly diversified. So that leads us to the end of our episode today. So let's circle back around to what the goal statement for today was. If you can now say, I better understand what they mean when they say, quote unquote, the market and how that may actually relate to my investments, then you've succeeded in the goal for today. So not too long of an episode today. Basically, just look down at your bingo card that is your investment account and make sure before you get upset, before you get worried, that it is actually matching what's on your card. Thanks as always for tuning in today. Join us for next week's episode, Emotionally Abnormal, Statistically Normal, and Healthy Cookies, where we're going to cover just how much investments can go up or down over the short term and still be normal from a statistical point of view, despite feeling very abnormal, of course, from an emotional point of view, and of course, how you know healthy cookies fit into all that mix, that whole equation. Overall, if you're able to implement what we covered today, like I always say, great, fantastic, wonderful, you have less to worry about than before, you can focus more on enjoying life. Fantastic, right? If you are wanting help with these things, though, or if you have questions you need help in clarifying, Check out that Ask Joe section on the show's website, enjoymore30s.com, enjoymore30s.com. And you can also connect with me directly by visiting my wealth management firm site, 
New Horizons Wealth Management at nhwmllc.com. Until next week, thanks for joining me today, and I look forward to connecting with you again soon. The conversations on this show are Joe's opinions and provided for general information purposes only. They do not constitute accounting, legal, tax, or other professional advice for your specific situation. You should always seek appropriate advice from a financial advisor, accountant, lawyer, or other professional before acting upon any content or information found here first. Joe is affiliated with New Horizons Wealth Management, LLC, a branch office of TFS Securities, Inc., and TFS Advisory Services, an SEC-registered investment advisor, member FINRA SIPC.